a wardrobe malfunction for a South Korean ice skater during the Winter Olympics going on right now. The South African president, Jacob Zuma, stepping down after lots and lots and lots of pressure. And Peter Thiel would out-pressure, but just being sick of Silicon Valley is moving his operations to L.A. Those were some pretty big stories, but not big enough to make it to the top ten for this week. And how did you get into the top ten this week? Some very heavy, very serious stories to talk about coming up in just a moment. This is This is the Conversation's weekly wrap-up show for the week ending February the 17th, 2018. And welcome to the show. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm the host of this show, the weekly wrap-up show from This Is Conversation and a man behind most of the things at thisisconversation.com, the whole shebang of social media funnery that gets around the breaking news that stays broken all day, all week, and talks about all the big stories that goes along, even the ones that don't quite make it to the top headlines on the Chirons. Now, this week, a lot of Chirons got a lot of love here in the countdown, so uh, let's not give that any hate, but uh, it's a very heavy, very serious, very sad week of news that we're talking about. Of course, we will talk about the school shooting in Florida and another almost school shooting that happened across the nation and some other things that were pretty heavy on the week. But there are some lighter side stories that come out from you guys as well, showing that you guys have a well-rounded sense of what's going on in the news and in the world. Now, how do we know what you guys think and how do we get these numbers? We have two social media accounts that we lean on, Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, find us at TH underscore conversation. On Facebook, look for This is the Conversation. And all week long, we post links to stories, big headlines that are breaking or coming out breaking or sometimes just sort of silly and just take a while to get a kind of grasp in, in social media. We put them out there and you interact with the links we send out. Now, the more interactions you give to a story, the higher it ranks throughout the week. And, of course, we get into our rankings for this week for this show. We have a top ten listing in the first segment. The second segment, we'll play the brackets game where we'll let a first-time, second-time guest and the very first guest we had here as we started interview segments here for this show, Jay Jackson, back on the stage. And he'll do his best to give us what is his big story of the week. Then we'll talk about the almost irrelevant story of the week, going to the one at the very bottom of the listing. And this week we had a total of 98 specific different headlines. So 98 is the big one, or the lower one, if you will. And then we'll do the mix, everything that we can get into, or as many as we can, between 15 and 98. Oh, we're going to round up the top 15, too. We'll get to that as well. But let's go ahead and get into the top 10 for this week, starting off with a big week for Black Love, if not quite for Black Panther. Now, Black Panther premiered last night here in the States as I'm recording this on Friday morning. And so there are no Black Panther posts in the entire 98 this week. Really wasn't anything out there. It'll probably pop it up uh, towards weekend for the numbers as we actually see a countdown of actual numbers. Tickets are sold, but tickets don't get counted until people go. But Black Love still remains uncham- unchanged, championed, not unchampioned, great. And even if it's overseas in Britain, but we're gonna take we're gonna take credit for it. Idris Elba proposed to his girlfriend at the screening of his latest film in London. Now, a small-ish, I guess a small-ish, a city in Dalston. I have no idea where that is, but it's somewhere in London, and somewhere they were going to premiere the show or the new movie, Yardy, which stars Mr. Elba. His beauty queen girlfriend was there, East London. Okay, it's not quite that small. His beauty queen girlfriend was there because it's his girlfriend. They're premiering the show. 
And so right on stage in the middle of everything, and you see cameras rolling as people do watching their famous favorite people, famous actor and his beautiful girlfriend. He gets down on one knee and proposes in front of everybody, surprising the world, surprising her. The spokesman said she said yes. There was much clapping and cheering. Everyone was happy. Black love is beautiful and it's beautiful, whether it's here in the States, overseas in London or on the screen in Black Panther. I just wanted to get some Black Panther in there somehow because it just felt like I should. I didn't get a chance to go to the screening last night. A little upset about that. So we'll make Idris Elba the um, I'll live by proxy with him. And there's our Black Panther Black Love segment, if that even works. He is the number 10 story this week, obviously, going on to the number 9 story. And the number 9 story gets a bump in response from you guys of 20.79%. And that is Warriors coach Steve Kerr, the Golden State Warriors of the NBA, of course, uh, taking the night off this week and allowing the players to coach themselves. Now, this isn't a back-in-the-day thing where Bill Russell is literally drawing up plays the whole time. But every time the whistle will blow and they have a timeout stoppage and they have a huddle call, he would just let one of the veteran players run the huddle. That's how it worked. He'd hand over a clipboard and move the side. Andre Godala ran a couple. Draymond Green ran a couple. He let the veterans run the show, and they beat the competition by like 30 points that night, where they said they probably deserved to get beaten that bad and beaten by the players the way they played. Now, Steve Kerr says he's been losing the team. It feels like the team hasn't been engaged, a little bored after being champions so many times. So he wanted to do something to kind of liven up the mood and see, get them engaged. And he allowed his players to do some work uh, that they probably love getting a chance to do. So it was a big fun for everyone except the losing team. And the Warriors are still more or less a team to beat in the West for the NBA championship this year. Going to the number eight story for this week. Russian plane near Moscow kills all 71 on board as witnesses describe huge mushroom cloud explosion. That's the headline we posted on Sunday. This gives a jump of response from 13.11% in the story. The most tragic part about this is the scene as it was caught on video on closed circuit TV and police released that video footage and it was seen around the world essentially uh, law enforcement officers in Russia let it be shown seeing like a fireball erupting from a distance in a snowy landscape and looked like a large ball of fire swooping across the sky uh, a special commission was instituted by Vladimir Putin to check out the cause of the plane crash and so we may know sooner or later what the actual physical cause was but a very sad event happening over the weekend taking up a lot of TV time early on in the weekend. Moving on to the next story, the seven story this week, jump in response of 34.78%, which shows how high some of these some of these stories got and just how morbid some of you people are this week. This is a story we posted on Monday. The headline, South African lions eat poacher, leaving just his head. This was something that went very, very large around the world and very big on our Facebook feed for folks watching this one. The basic details are pretty simple. A South African lion suspected of eating a poacher near the Kruger National Park in South Africa. Uh, the animal left little behind. Some body parts were found, but the biggest thing that was you know, identifiable was a head. Mm, there you go. Is this... Revenge for poaching, revenge for wildlife killing, or just just desserts for one stupid hunter. Who knows? Who really cares? It became a pretty big story, and you guys were really into it for this week. So congratulations for being into something so morbid. There you go. Let's move on to the number six story this week. This one was posted this morning as we taped this, or before we taped this. So this one has a very good chance of sticking around 
for next week. In fact, since it's so high as well, it is the number six story uh, for this week as we wrap it up. A 1.61 jump from the five, from the seventh story, I should say. And the headline that we pulled was Ronan Farrell article claims Donald Trump had an affair with Playboy model. Now, while that's not necessarily shocking news, it goes along with a couple stories that we had this week. Let's back up a little bit and talk about the Stormy Daniels um, story. She is now ready to talk and spill the full beans on whatever happened between her and Donald Trump because the alleged affair details are still you know, under lock and key. However, the lawyer who handled this business says he paid Stormy personal money to her and was not reimbursed from either Trump the Trump campaign or anyone else. Basically, he paid her to stay silent. And because he's talking around it, she believes she can actually talk direct specifics to what's going on. She, of course, does not deny any affair stuff. She just won't go into details because of whatever's in the agreement. She believes agreement is broken. So we may be hearing more from Stormy Daniels. Now, what are we hearing from Rowan Farrell? Well, he has a story that outlines another affair with a woman named Karen McDougal, another former Playmate of the Year, because he's Trump, he can hook it up like that. Not a problem. The problem is it's an affair because he's having these relations while he's married to someone else. This time it was supposedly Melania Trump. Okay, no big deal. Happened before he was president. Okay, no big deal. The payoff happened essentially days before the actual election, and the payoff was done by... The National Enquirer, who, of course, the owner, the operator is a good friend of Donald Trump, doing the payoff and, of course, him, the owner of this, the newspaper, spiking the story for his own paper. They had the details. They had everything set. And then he protected his boy, Donald Trump. That's coming out in a piece from The New Yorker. It will take a few days to really marinate on this one. But as I said, this one will probably grow and stay at least high enough for the top 10. We'll probably let this be a holdover because it'll probably grow twice as big between now and then. Broken yesterday, this morning, so we'll see how long it takes to roll on this one. Moving on to number five story this week, a very big story that opened up the weekend for us, and this one has a jump in response from the six of 19.59%, and this shows that you guys really do care about the Sex and City cast and really do care about the beef between Kim Cattrall and Jessica Sarah Parker because that beef is apparently still alive and well. Of course, Kim Cattrall is still mourning, or at least was still mourning publicly last week, early in the week, about the death of her brother. Sarah Jessica Parker reached out on the social media and Kim Cattrall basically said, take your brother's name out of my mouth. She said, please stop exploiting my brother's death for your own personal gain, trying to stay in the limelight, starting to in the spotlight. And that became something that was a very big thing. Now, rumors have been circulating that there might be a Sex in the City 3, uh, but if these two co-stars aren't getting along, there probably is not much chance of a Sex in the City 3, at least not with the cast as was, or as is, if you will. That's going to be something that we will have to basically see how it plays out in the real world. Let's go to the number four story now, which has a jump in response of 24.34% of the five story. The headline we posted, couple flies to North Ireland for Red Hot Chili Peppers concert, ends up at Red Hot Chili Pipers. And yes, this is one case where spelling definitely does count. A couple thought they had a great deal for a great vacation to spend a little bit of money fly to Ireland and see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So the British couple, they didn't go that far, so they just went from Britain to Ireland. They purchased seats as a Christmas gift for 
for the girlfriend, and they went to go see Expectancy, the Chili Peppers. Um, they had the, the the flights booked, bags packed, ready to go, and it wasn't until they were ready to get on the plane when they realized what the mistake was. It was not Anthony and Flea and Chad awaiting them in Ireland. It was a group, group called the Red Hot Chili Pipers, who were the most famous bagpipe band on the planet. And apparently when they showed up, they put on a hell of a show for the couple because they thought it was amazing how many songs they could play on the bagpipes. So it's easy to confuse Red Hot Chili Peppers and Red Hot Chili Pipers because there's just literally one P in between. Uh, the hilarity that ensued became a great experience for the couple. Uh, they did not feel dumb about it. They felt pretty awesome that they got a chance to see uh, what was going on. So you get only learn, those are once in a lifetime experiences. That's one that they turned into instead of being saddened by paying tickets to go see the, the Peppers, only to see the Pipers. Yeah, that's got confusing to me, too. Now, we're going to get really somber for our top three this week. They get really, really deep. Starting off with the number three story, the headline here, student apprehended, armed student apprehended at Lock Raven High School. This is a jump in response from the four of 13.17%. So this is what went down on yesterday, Thursday per week's stance, yesterday per, as we recorded this on Friday morning, a, a high school near Baltimore, Lock Raven High School, was on lockdown Thursday, receiving threats of an armed person. About 45 minutes of involvement happened, and a student had a gun in the backpack. He was apprehended and taken in with no all safety, everything safe, no problems. Baltimore County Police went to the scene to handle that, so it was a pretty big deal, especially with what happened there before, and we will get to that in just a moment. The suspect is a 14-year-old. He's the kid with the gun. Uh, he was in custody pending charges at the time. We don't have a real update for the story because the story did not go very much further. It became a very big breaking news event for Thursday because of what happened the day before, and we'll go ahead and roll into that right now. That is the number two story, as of by the way. The headline we have, initially we put out there, was school shooter who injured 20 at Florida high school still at large. This gets a bumper response the two to the one, two to the three, I should say. 6.6%, so not that high of response, but of course it had a full day forward, and this one essentially we thought was the copycat three to the two. The two being the shooting in the high school in Parkland, Florida. This one happening at, at uh, Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland where Nicholas Cruz opened fire on a student, the freshman building at the high school. Two days into the scene, we know more about what happened. The student, former student, because he was expelled a year ago, arrived at the campus in an Uber, uh, to, came out with brandishing an AR-15 assault rifle, went into the freshman building, uh, fired shots at many people, killing at least a number right now at 17. Some people still dealing with injuries, but 17 the number that is staying right now. And then after shooting for a few minutes, dropping the gun, dropping the backpack with the ammunition he had, melding in with the rest of the students to get away, then stopping by at a couple stores, hanging out while he, I guess, waited to see what would happen, being picked up by a sheriff's officer from a neighboring county uh, as he was far off campus after the event happened. This was an event that shook up essentially the nation, if not the world, causing people to bring up again the gun debate, which brought up a very ominous number of 18 school shootings in the, 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 in the year 2018 at this point on this thing that happened on February the, the 14th. So on Valentine's Day, there have been 18 school shootings. 
that number is a large number, and it seems like it's extremely blown up, but that's the number that the press was going with, at least the people going with for the story for there. So that's what is being reported. Uh, there's a lot of details about this young man, a lot of things that were seen, a lot of people that saw signs. In fact, he was expelled last year because of weird issues in school, turned up at some other school, which the details from that did not get disclosed. His mother, adoptive mother, died about six months ago. His father died many years ago, and because he had nowhere else to go, a family literally took him in off the street because he had nowhere else to go. And they had seen some things but didn't put anything together. A YouTuber put out a video months ago, and he had addressed it with a really weird comment. The YouTuber reached out to the FBI, and they looked into it but didn't quite go as far as it needed to. And there were so many different things. In fact, police were seen going to his house multiple times for various incidents of anger, if you will. And some people figured out that he moved from his home after his parents died because the police stopped showing up in the neighborhood. That's how they knew he was gone. So this is a thing that a lot of people are saying could have been prevented because of the mental illness thing. President Trump did speak out on the tragedy, pointing out to mental illness, but not mentioning the fact that it was a gun involved that actually did the killing. So that's right now is the big bugaboo on his back right now on dealing with gun violence. Will the Republicans, will the Democrats, will anybody break away from the NRA and try to put some limits on you know, sensible gun use. Should a 18-year-old kid be able to just buy a assault rifle from a Walmart and wander around with it? We'll see where that one goes. Right now, we're going to see where we go with the number one and wrap things up. Number one story gets a jump in response from the two to the one, check this out, of 169.9%. From the 10 to the one, the number 10 story this week, of course, Idris Elba oppose, uh, proposing, opposing, proposing to his girlfriend, it jumps 805%. And from the almost relevant number 98, which we'll talk about much later, it is greater than that one by 18,200%. That's how big this one is. And this is Arkansas News. If you don't know, I'm based in Little Rock, Arkansas. And this happens to be around people I know in the news business. Uh, and it turned into a pretty big deal. And it's a two-week-old story, two maybe three-week-old story. We've been posting about it over and over again. And we actually brought it up uh, in the mix of stories because it didn't quite get that high. It turned into a hashtag that got national attention. And it got oh so high. We're talking about the more than a babe hashtag. Now, let me do a very quick drop of the story. A local radio station here in Arkansas has a sports station, local sports station, that morning show has been doing for many years what they call the local babe bracket. They take the babes from the news uh, on the local news and put them in a bracket just like the NCAAs, and they play them off each other, and they get to the winner, who is the local babe bracket winner. The contest is, or last season was... Well, it was sponsored by a uh, lingerie store. Uh, the governor has been on the show with the guys to so joke it up about how, how fun it is. And, in fact, the women who have been a part of the thing have said, you know, kind of giggled about it in the process. Well, one guy sort of screwed it up. The guy was a news director at one of the stations who doesn't allow his anchors to be in the buzz bay bracket to 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 start off with. So his anchors are not in the competition. And he wrote more or less an op-ed, but something on his blog saying, hey, it's time for this thing to go away. 
it was sort of a localish small thing where the program director at the Buzz, the station that does the bracket, said they were probably going to get rid of it. The guy who did it, the morning show guy, was was thinking about getting rid of it anyway, but that more or less reinforced the fact they should probably look into it again. And then it got picked up on national press and more national press and more national press. And then on yesterday, as we say this, it became a pretty big hashtag starting off locally here with the anchors, including some anchors who were pretty high in the rankings, if you will, giving off their credentials to say that they were more than just babes, turned into a big thing for national news correspondents and just women in general who say they have lots of great uh, accomplishments. They are more than just babes and good-looking faces. They are meteorologists with many, many degrees who are teaching young women and young kids how to be intelligent and do great things. They are people who volunteer their time to great events and other great things. They are mothers. They are daughters. They are sisters. They're just regular folks in the community. They're not just babes. They just happen to be fairly good-looking people who do news stuff on TV. And a lot of them do very stringless jobs in some pretty heavy conditions. So there's still no word yet on whether the Bay Bracket will actually exist this year. But up until weeks ago, they were milking it for what they could from the buzz to get good buzz from it. Now we'll see how the backlash turns. The good news, if you will, is that we had a lot of issues on larger issues in this nation, including the school shooting that happened this week and other things that happened as well. So while it is not necessarily a great thing to... uh, call your local weather babe a babe it also doesn't turn into a larger blow-up fashion there this is not quite me too-ish but it is something that the time has come to back away from being caveman-ish and moving on to being more mannish and we'll see what comes out of that now remember this is just one local radio station that got a little bit of weird press because of something you know just kind of offhand but We'll see if this turns into something of a larger type of movement or if it grows into what's going on right now with women taking more, being more empowered in what's going on in the world. And that is the top 10 for this week. Uh, Thank you so much for being a part of making that happen. And how did you make it happen? You follow us on social media and you reacted to those stories as they came down. The big thing is follow us on Twitter, TH underscore conversation. Follow us on Facebook at This Is A Conversation. And just follow the main website. We'll add those as well at thisisaconversation.com. And every week we compile them together and give you a big list just like that. Coming up, we're going to share that list with Jay Jackson, the comedian, the entertainer, the producer. And he's going to come back for his second round of playing the brackets and let me know how well this thing is going and how well he's going. We'll talk about that and some news stories in just a bit on the Conversations Weekly Wrap-Up Show for the week ending February the 17th, 2018. We're going to get to the Brackets interview in just a second and talk to Jay Jackson, who is pretty famous in my world. He's famous enough and, of course, good enough to do the show for me. But we're looking for even more famouser people, if you know a few. If you know an influence and influencer and can hook me up, I'd appreciate that. And I actually have a list of people that I'm tracking right now. And they're not necessarily in any particular order. They're just people who are seem interesting. So we'll see what's going on there. The biggest name that we've added to the list is Chris Cuomo, who I watch every single morning on CNN's New Day, because I guess I'm just locked into it. I basically wake up with Chris, and I go to bed with 
Anderson Cooper, and that sounded a lot less weird in my head than it did when I actually said it. But here's the question I really want to ask him about him, and this is something that has you know kind of plagued me for a while. Why are there so many lawyers doing TV news? Why do you have to be a lawyer, a big-time prosecutor, to just go on TV and read a teleprompter? There are other, story, other questions I'd like to know as well, but that's there as well. Also on the list, some big names like LeBron James, Billy Idol, and Ice-T. And the reasons are listed at the website. This is a conversation.com slash wish list. This is a conversation.com slash wish list. If you know these guys or any other big-time guy that you would hook me up with, send me an email at info at jcoovenpain.net. Or just keep on listening as I whine and complain and pine over people who probably have much more better things to do than to do my little silly podcast. But we need Brackets interviews. We'd love to have some great ones. And if you know somebody, help help a brother out. Help the show out. Help everyone out for a great interview for the Brackets. Stop by thisistheconversation.com slash wishlist and see who's on the wishlist at the moment. Jay Jackson is a man that I'm happy to say is my friend, happy to say is a former co-worker. I'm glad he's doing great things, but what's really cool about him is that he helped me give birth to the brackets. He was the first person to come on and play this thing with me when it was really a really weird idea in my head. And so he's the first person to do the interview, first person to play the brackets. It worked out well, and he's helped me to refine this podcast and bits and pieces as well. So he took a bit of a hiatus from working around some of his shows, some of his promotions, but in the last couple of months, he keeps popping up doing selfies himself at shows and doing things, whatever. So we're going to grill him about that and see what's going on. Plus, we'll get into some Black Panther. I've got to get some Black Panther in this thing somehow, so that's what we got into the interview. But we're starting off with the standard question, which is changing as we're refining the question, where I asked him, what is it you tell people that you do? I tell people I do it all. I'm a part-time stripper. I do hair. I'm a comedian, musician, a dancer, and a writer, all of it. I entertain. Now, I have to thank you, of course, for being, A, my first guest and my first repeat guest. So there's <laughs> there's your black history right there. We're doing that, that going on. But you, you went on hiatus uh, sure. or, or you were going on a hiatus, secret, super secret probation or something like that when we did this. And in the last, I'll say three weeks specifically, I've seen you pop up here and there. Last three weeks specifically, I've seen you doing venues, doing things, doing shows, not here in Arkansas, but I guess mm-hmm. I guess you're branching out, doing your secret test stuff right now. You're, you're, yeah. getting, ready, you're getting ready for your Netflix, Netflix special, so you got to test your material. What exactly, <laughs> uh, without letting too many cats out of the bag, what exactly is going on with Jay Jackson, the entertainer, right now? Well, pretty much exactly what you, exactly the way you, you put it. I am taking a break from... Uh, saturating myself into the Little Rock market. I still produce the odd one-off here or there, and Nasty Women was, well, we just wrapped, and uh, it was a huge success, second uh, of a local show in history that, we, that we've that we done that. So that's cool and everything, but as far as myself, I'm pretty much only taking shows in central Arkansas if I'm invited to do them. Other than that, I'm focusing more on doing things in Tulsa and Chicago and uh, planning a mini-tour <laughs> at some point uh, later on this year, uh, I'll, and and getting the chance to kind of go outside of Arkansas and prove that I'm funny and entertaining in other places than Little Rock. So how's that going, proving that you're funny and entertaining? 
you can say so many things so many times to the same people before it starts to get a little old. And then audiences get tired of me, and then it's not really special anymore. I want to keep it fresh and special so that when I am ready to come back doing shows in Little Rock and start focusing on, on my home area more, it's a bit more special that way. Aside from the producing part, because a lot of that stuff is done on a kind of base level, a local level, if you will, which sure. is the greater part for your performing? Do you Would you rather be known as Little Rock's own, or would you rather be just be the wandering guy showing up everywhere that he can go? I take a special pride in telling people that I'm from Little Rock. Um, even when I do shows from out of state, I talk about Little Rock. I, I mention being from there and, and how country we are. Country being simultaneously the ghetto and the country. I love it. It's a, it's a very unique place. So I'll always be proud to be from Little Rock and do what I can to, to uplift my city. I have a lot of love for my city. So a spoiler alert for what's coming up in the brackets. Uh, okay. Black Panther, as we're recording this, premiered last night. But it did not make it into any stories for this week. So the first time we did this, we it was something on entertainment. I can't remember what exactly it was. Couldn't, I couldn't pull the file up quickly enough. So mm-hmm. I'm going to give you... 30 seconds on the importance of Black Panther. So that's your your opening thing to wrap this thing up. Then we'll go ahead and get into the brackets. All right. Well, Black Panther is an important movie because it's the first time that we as the culture are seeing ourselves in the mainstream. We are predominantly in this cast. This is a blackity black, black, black Marvel movie, and it's important. It's for the culture. And it's a great movie. I actually got the chance to see it last night. Uh, absolutely 110% back this movie. There's a lot of cultural references in there. There's a, there's a lot of it in there that speaks to the black experience in America right now. It's a, it's an important movie for an important hero, and I'm learning a lot more about Black Panther as a character as the more that I look into this, but absolutely 110% go see this movie. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the game, the brackets. You've played this before, but I'll repeat the rules for people who are getting new to what's going right. on. In the brackets game, we took the last segment, the top ten stories, and re-ranked the stories out of order, so we're presenting them in bracket style, and you, Jay Jackson, don't know what we're presenting, correct? Correct. So we're going to present them to him two at a time, and of course there are five groupings in the first category, so he gets a chance to just pass on one grouping, or go through the first four and give rid of the last one. We move those on to the next round, to two more rounds, so we get to what will be the story he picks as his top story of the week, and he gets a couple minutes to talk about that from whatever perspective he wants to. So, Jay, are you ready to play the brackets one more time? Let's do this. All right, we're going to start this week with our number one and number ten. So this is real a bracket style. And of course, it's not based on anything other than response from the people. The number one headline was, Arkansas women journalists speak up about the long-running radio station Bay Bracket contest and add national nationwide choir with more than a babe hashtag. A long title, but it made a lot of waves this week. And the number 10, adorable moment, Idris Elba proposes to girlfriend Sabrina DeMaul at Dalston Cinema screening a new film, Yardy. The closest I can get to Black Panther is a black guy proposing to his girlfriend at a movie theater. But there you go. Which one of those two are we moving forward? Well, the news that that uh, Idris Elba like seriously, sincerely disappointed me. <laughs> so let's go with the bank bracket story. We are not going there. Okay, so um, <laughs> the number two and the number nine are the next grouping. The number two school shooter who injures twenty at Florida high school still at large. Of course, this was the one that happened on Wednesday, and he has been captured. The number nine story: Warrior Steve Kerr allows players to coach themselves in win over sons. Oh, that, that that one's tough to me because I, I don't 
You know what? It's an important story. Let's go with the Florida incident. Okay. We're going to move that one ahead. Okay. The next grouping are the six and the five. The six came out literally late last night this morning, so we may bring us again next week. Rowan Farrell article claims Donald Trump had a affair with Playboy model. And the number eight story, Russian plane crash near Moscow kills all 71 on board as witnesses describe huge mushroom cloud explosion. Oh, wow. Remember, you can skip one if you if you don't like any. Remember. That's. I don't know a whole lot about that crash, but that sounds, that sounds horrific. Let's go with the Trump. All right. I, well, me, uh, I, sounded, I tasted bad in my mouth. But, <laughs> uh, All right, you got two more. You can skip this one and go to the next, or you take this one. This one is the four and the five. Couple flies to North Ireland for Red Hot Chili Peppers concert. Ends up at Red Hot Chili Pipers. <laughs> and Kim Cattrall tells Sarah Jessica Parker to stop exploiting her brother's death. Take this one, or we can skip to the next two. Oh, that sounds petty. <laughs> let's let's pass. Let me see what the let me see what the next two are. Just because I want to do the next two are. All right, we're gonna go. We're, we're gonna you got to pick one of the next two, and this All is right. gonna be interesting. The number seven story this week was South African lions eat poacher, leaving just his head. And the number three story: armed student apprehended at Lock Raven High School. This course happened yesterday near Baltimore, where nothing happened but a student was found with a gun and it turned into a large-ish type yeah. thing not as large as thing on wednesday so you have to pick one of these two yeah, so. yeah, and that and that's important uh, and and yeah i've got some thoughts on it but let's go with the poacher thing all right we're uh, gonna take that because, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> okay. and i thought about combining the two shooters but i wanted to do them separate because one turned into something the other one didn't but reinforced it so that's why we did them separate this week okay so now we're pitting the one against the two the arkansas women and the more than a babe hashtag you know how that goes because you're an arkansas native so you know what this contest is sure and the school shooting from florida this is the one that happened on wednesday uh let's go with the with the with the uh with the shooting all right moving ahead between the six and the seven now that is uh, Rowan Farrell's article on a new affair with the Playboy model. There's more details we'll get to if you pick this one. And the South African lion that ate the poacher, leaving just his head. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I, uh, I hate talking about the guy, but let's, uh, between those two, let, let's, let's address, let's address the, the, this orange the, the orange, the orange situation, the orange right. elephant in the room. Well, he's an orange elephant for either one of these stories. But the school <laughs> shooting in Florida and, of course, Donald Trump's, uh, this is a different Playboy model and a different claim of being paid off. This one gets a little bit more interesting. So do you want to pick between the school shooting in Florida on Wednesday or the article coming out today in Vanity Fair by Rowan Farrell? We need to talk about this shooting. All right, so that's what we're moving ahead. Okay, we don't need to give too much. Well, we, we everybody knows the details. A school shooting in Florida on Wednesday happened where a young man who had been expelled from the school a year prior, though still old enough to buy an AR-15 legally, although having mental issues and having a lot of things going on, a lot of signs that should have pointed to something wrong, was able to take an Uber, walk across the parking lot, and fire shots in a freshman building into the school then blend with the students to escape from the actual initial capture. He spent hours wandering in a couple stores until a sheriff's deputy from a neighboring market found him, and then, of course, everything went back from there. Seventeen people, I think, is the total died at the moment. There's still some people who are still dealing with injuries. Three adults, and the rest were all students, and we're getting more details as they goes, days go by. It's only been two days since this actually happened, so it's still very fresh, very raw, and there's still a lot of questions that need to be answered. So, 
while I'm sure you can't answer all those questions, Jay Jackson, you get a chance to give a few minutes on your thoughts on this story. This story is one that has played out in entirely too many times. We, we have had multiple shootings, school shootings, or not necessarily school shootings, but mass shootings in this country since the start of the year. It's only the middle of February, you know, and, and, that, and that doesn't make any sense. And I'm saying this as somebody who is a soldier, who has been around guns. I have several guns. We need to address this issue. We need to get the NRA out of our politics, period, point blank. That's it. That's all. Because this is the only, quote-unquote, civilized country where this uh, sort of thing happens on a regular basis. On a regular basis. I saw an article the other day where where the math works out based on the the frequency uh, with which mass shootings happen. One mass shooting every 60 hours in America is basically what the math works out to. And, I mean, that sounds really high. uh, And it's like when you break it down like that, it's like, is that really true? But, you know, I mean, we had an incident where the day after we almost had another incident. It turned out to be a pellet gun. But what if it had been a real gun in the incident on Thursday at the Lock Raven High School? So this this thing uh, needs to be addressed. First of all, we need background checks. There's no way that that boy should have been able to have access to a gun, period, point blank, no reason at all why he should have had access to a gun. And if the president's FBI, as it happened under this president, had been had been paying attention to the signs because they were warned, they knew about it. But if they weren't so in the if these politicians weren't so in the pocket of the NRA and weren't so scared uh, of the gun lobby, we could have this thing under control. I'm not saying take people's guns away just because taking or like they said the narrative under President Obama was we're going to take our guns away. No, that's not it. Get your heads out of your rear for a second. Our children are dying, and something needs to be done. So there's that. And then the other thing that that chased my hide about this is that this, this boy killed 17 people, 17 people, and he's apprehended alive. There's no, I mean, there's a there's a there's the photos where they where they've taken him down and, and all like this. But if Taekwon had been a suspect or Rayshon had been a suspect, that boy would be dead. And and then we see in the in the media where they talk about, oh, he was a he was a loner, he was disturbed, he was this, he was that, uh, where if it had been if it had been a black child, it, 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 he'd be, he'd be ex- rightly excoriated in the media. But I am so over in this media, the uh, and, in the, and, in the, and in our law enforcement, the way that we treat black and brown people as compared to people who are of fair complexion or, uh, or, or Caucasian or what have you. And, and, it, and, it's, and it's getting tired, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm irritated about it. That's one of the reasons why I was so happy about Black Panther because it's about representation, seeing us in a positive light, doing positive things. And I know that's got kind of a weird segue to make, but that's where my thought went. <laughs> that's my train of thought. So we need to start talking about gun control. We need to start talking about common sense measures of starting to regulate this. And on a similar vein, we need to start talking about, about how we portray things in the media, how we train our law enforcement to, to deal with situations like this. Jay Jackson, thank you so much for joining me for this repeat appearance into the brackets. We're going to find a way to get you in here more often, and um, you're going to hook me up with some more of your topical comedian friends, so hopefully we'll make this thing not only interesting but funny along the ways. How can we find out where you are when you do these mystery shows around the world? How can people keep up with what you're, what you're doing right now? I'm having some issues with the website. I'm, I'm hoping to get it solved here within the, uh, within the next couple of days. But head up to uh, jjacksonentertainment.com, J spelled J-A-Y. JJacksonEntertainment.com. You can also find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at JJacksonEntertainment or JJackson Music. 
give me a follow, and uh, I'll just let you know that there's a lot of pictures of me working out, and there's a lot of pictures, there's a lot of uh, posts about me um, getting political. So uh, just be ready for that. Jay, from one Jay to another, thanks so much for helping my brother out, and uh, we will definitely make these things go larger in the future. All right, man. Thanks for having me. Thanks to a new sponsor to the conversation, we get to expand on conversations on sleep. Now, if you follow me along in some of my other venues, you know I have written quite a bit in the last couple of months about the need for more people, that's you guys, to get more quality sleep. And we have a sponsor here for the conversation that could help you out in that quest. It is Bear Mattress. And Bear Mattress sells a great mattress for a great price that is shipped directly to you. Now, you hear plenty of other ads for other mattress places, so you can give them a shot or not, but Bear Mattress is going to guarantee you a great night's sleep on a great mattress, perfect for your active lifestyle. And they're going to give you a great deal this weekend because President's Day is coming up on Monday, so if you're hearing this live as it comes out on the week ending February the 17th, you have three days or so to get in on a great deal. Although it's a great mattress anytime you get to it, but we have promo codes for $100 off a Bear Mattress or Bear Mattress Bundle. That's PD100, or for PD200, gets $200 off a hybrid mattress or hybrid mattress bundle. Check it out by going to our website, thisisaconversation.com slash Bear Mattress, or clicking on the Bear Mattress button inside our sponsors page. Thank you so much for Bear Mattress for joining us for the conversation and helping us get greater night's sleep. Once again, quick thanks to my man, Jay Jackson, for joining us to play the brackets. Just hanging out and just being a cool guy. So you want to see what he has going on, check out jjacksonentertainment.com or look for Jay Jackson Entertainment on, actually it's Jay Jackson Music on Twitter. I took a check and it's all about his stuff. He's either on social as Jay Jackson Entertainment or music, J-A-Y, find him, and you can get all you need to know about him. And if he comes near you, check him out, because one, number one, the guy is funny, and two, he's talented all over. He plays four or five different instruments. He could be the Jay Jackson band by himself if he could clone himself. He's just that good. Now, let's go and get through as quickly as possible, because we're running out of time. We're not quite getting that timing down straight yet, so we're running out of time. Let's start off with the almost relevant story of the week, and that is Amazon to cut hundreds of corporate jobs. And while this does seem like just a replay of what we talked about when they said they were going to give bonuses and said to cut jobs, but this is something that is something of an um, anomaly they're seeing right now. It's a rare move that Amazon is cutting its jobs. They're cutting them at the Seattle headquarters and in some other places. They believe it's going to be a way for to uh, pick up more, more jobs when they open up their second headquarters. But right now, they're cutting a bunch of jobs in the headquarters area, and we'll see what comes from there. Now, quickly into the top 15, or to round out the top 15, let's start off with the number 11 story. Israel launches heavy serious strikes after F-16 crashes. The F-16 was shot down uh, by Syrian forces, and Israel, of course, went in and took out some Syrian forces. The the biggest issue they're having is Syria is a place for Iran because they are a 
ally of Iran, to set up space to essentially attack Israel. So Israel's doing what they can to keep the Syrians and the Iranians and all the people who are against them from doing things. It started off with a drone that the, that the Iranians shot down from the Americans and they cloned, if you will, and they've been flying that around. So it's all sorts of crazy stuff going on in the area. Not very safe right now, obviously. Protests went down with a face-off at the University of Washington's Red Square. This was a protest between, this is becoming a, a kind of a normal thing as well, where conservative groups and liberal groups are joining in forces, exactly, except they're not joining forces. They're just meeting up in places and, and having big fights. Uh, usually a conservative group says they want to have their say and they'll have some sort of march or whatever, and then the liberal groups come out there to do battle in a sense, so they clash there. The number twelve sword is the number thirteen sword is, we should say. Costume malfunction causes near disaster for South Korean skaters. A lot of issues going on with the South with the um, Winter Olympics and skaters in general. Our skaters in the United States had a very bad day last night, apparently, but this one was almost a disastrous for one skater. South African President Jacob Zumba says he will resign with immediate effect. At first, he wasn't going to go. No one was going to push Zumba out of the way, but. Apparently, they decided to do that. A lot of turmoil in South Africa as well. And the 15th story for this week, Peter Thiel, the Silicon Valley ace, is leaving Silicon Valley because of the politics. It's just a little too weird with the politics in the valley. So he's moving to someplace where politics are never weird, and that's Los Angeles, moving his whole headquarters, his whole operation from um, the San Francisco Bay Area to Los Angeles because things are never crazy in that area very quickly thanks so much for being a part of the show we are out of time for this week follow us like us love us share us our twitter handle th underscore conversation and our facebook handle is this is a conversation make sure you are back next week so we can have more great conversations from this is a conversation.com